0: How's it going, everybody? Adrian here, and welcome back to the Gaming Observer Weekend Variety Show for Saturday, January the 15th. Hello, folks. Hope you're having a great weekend. And today I have the final listener call-in from the holiday break. Now, unfortunately, this call-in did not have really great audio quality, so I'm just going to have to say the question myself. But uh, we have a question here from Jeff, longtime listener. He is from Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. And he said, hey... Back in the 80s, there were arcade games everywhere, and it seems like we don't talk about it these days as much. And so he asked me if I could ever play an arcade game again, or if I were to, you know, transport an arcade machine to to current day, which one would I play? So, thank you for the question, and it's really interesting because, as many of you probably know, I was born in 1998. I was born after the heyday of the arcade machines, right? The Nintendo 64 had only released just a few years before I was born. So we were well into the console market. And as a result of that, I have not really played a ton of retro games, let alone arcade machines. I do have some memories of going into the remaining arcades that that were around, right? Like there's a few business owners out there who are like, I'm going to open an arcade and they have like this niche thing. I've been to a few of those. And I don't know that I ever had the appreciation for arcade games that, you know, the people who grew up with them had for it. But I certainly understand the appeal. There are certainly a few games that I wish I was around for the heyday. I think about Street Fighter, most certainly. Again, at the times that I've had the opportunity to go and play an arcade machine, my absolute favorites were the ones that I got to fight my friends because it was so tense and competitive and raw, and you got such great emotions out of it, right? Like, I think some of the beat-em-ups are fun. X-Men, The Simpsons, stuff like that, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And you can play those with friends. But I've never really enjoyed the the co-op aspect of those games. Which isn't to say, you know, they're not fun. It's just, like I said, the emotion coming out of actually having a one versus one competition. Oh my goodness. So yeah, the fighting games definitely appeal to me. Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat, Tekken. For a single player experience, one game that really stands out to me is Smash TV. So there was a collection of games that was released for the original Xbox. That's what I played it on. It also came out on PlayStation 2, GameCube. It was called Midway Arcade Treasures. It was a compilation of 24 arcade games. Tons of classic stuff on there. And by far, the one that I played the most was Smash TV. Something about the shoot 'em up nature and the presentation of that game really appealed to me. And I certainly think that is something I could play today and really enjoy. Now, kind of similar, something I wish I could have been there for was the start of, like... The dungeon crawlers, you know? I, th- I think about Gauntlet, which was kind of the predecessor to something like Diablo. Right, this is the same era where Dungeons & Dragons was still, like, very much a niche and not nearly as talked about as it is today or even ten years ago, before this D&D boom that we're having. And while I'm sure a lot of the people who were playing D&D back then uh, don't miss those times, considering how looked down upon it was, I do think being in that era of, of an arcade machine, playing as a wizard... I don't know. There's something about that aesthetic that really appeals to me. But you know, I'm scrolling through the list of arcade games here, and there's not too much more that stands out to me. Which, if you were an arcade fan, then I'm sure you're screaming at the at the speaker right now. But yeah, the only other one I have here is Marble Madness. I was a really, really big fan of these of these platformers, where you're trying to complete the level as fast as possible. Uh, there was an arcade game on Xbox 360 called Marble Blast Ultra. And I played the heck out of that game as a kid. So I'm a, I'm a big fan of those of those marble platformers. But uh, otherwise, yeah, I mean, if you've got something, feel free to let me know what I what I should have my eye on if I ever return to to the arcade cabinets. It's one of those things that I'm probably never going to play these games on my own for no reason. Like, there's just so much going on in the world of video games now that I would probably enjoy my time a lot more to play something that came out in the last five years as opposed to something that came out 40 years ago, or something like that. But I still have a deep appreciation for where gaming has really begun and got popularized. And if I ever get the chance to actually go into a modern-day arcade that has all of the old aesthetics and sound effects, and has that, like, carpet that that has, like, the space graphics on it... You know what I'm talking about, the glow-in-the-dark carpet. Oh man, that is so appealing to me. Because it's like I'm being transported into another world, right? A world that I would have been such a big part of if I was alive at that time. But alas, I was not, and i just spent thousands of hours at my desk playing Slay the Spire instead. My friends, thank you for tuning in. Back tomorrow with another show, back with the news on Monday. And until then, happy gaming, everyone. It's the TGO After Show, hello and welcome. Oh, I love today's show. That was a lot of fun. It's rare that I talk about arcade games because, I mean, as I as I said multiple times, that was not my era. And I've tried to play a lot of stuff like this before, you know, retro gaming. That's a thing for a lot of people. And I might be a retro gamer in like 30 years, you know? Oh, back in 2020, we had the best roguelikes of all time. And some kids will be like, ew, roguelikes. What are those? But, uh, you know, for now, I'm the kid saying, ew, arcade games. Why would you want to play those? It's amazing to think about what video games are going to be like in the next 40 years, isn't it? It's kind of mind-blowing. It's probably just going to be like, you know, you put, it's like Black Mirror. Put that little disc on the side of your head and that's it. You're in a video game. It's funny how nostalgia works, isn't it? Like, this was something I didn't have time to talk about on the, on the main show there. But that little bit I was saying about Dungeons & Dragons. So at a certain point in, in, in my family, I had a first edition version of Warhammer. It was this very thick book. It was insanely large. And I lost it. I don't know where it went. I'm really upset with myself. I had it in high school before I knew anything about D&D. And I was just reading this Warhammer book. and, And it was weird because I had nostalgia for something I never experienced. It was like I had nostalgia for my parents' lived experiences. Because they were the ones that were playing this first edition Warhammer when I was a kid. Or sorry, when they were kids. I don't think they did very much, but... My mom kept a lot of stuff. She, my mom was the DM and she even kept like some of her notebooks where she was uh, playing a custom or like creating a custom world. Oh, I thought that was so cool. But anyway, so yeah, just like reading something from the 70s or from the 80s. I'm like instantly transported back there. And there's something about that that really resonates with me. The same thing happens when I think about like the 30s and I play 30s music or when we were watching WandaVision, right? When they do those, those early sitcoms. Or even if you just watch, like, uh, actual early sitcoms, like, oh gosh, what's her name? The, the lady that eats all the chocolates on the conveyor belt. I love Lucy, that's it. I watch that stuff, and I, j- I just wish I could live in that world for a little bit. I don't want to live there permanently, because there was a lot of problems with, you know, the, the 20th century. You can only deal with it for so long. But I find it fascinating. Now, what's interesting is I, I don't get that same nostalgia from playing arcade games, necessarily. Because I feel like if you go to play an arcade game nowadays and you play like the current version of it, the remastered version, it just feels like a fresh coat of paint on something, whether it's on the emulator on a on a nice monitor, or I don't I don't know. you know what I mean though. It would be like watching any of my uh, favorite movies that I had on VCR or VHS tapes on four k Blu-ray. It's just a different experience. So maybe I would feel that if I played on the arcade machine or, if I was playing on, like, a, an old CRT TV, I feel like the, the equipment very much matters when you're when you're playing a game like this, if you want it really be transported back to that time. I officially feel old now, by the way. Uh, I'm 23, but when I'm now talking to to children that are able to hold their own conversation and they don't know what a VHS are, is or a VCR, or they look at a TV and they're like, why is it so big? And I'm like, ah, you know, big as in, like, like, chonky, not big as in large screen. They will never know the experience of being a preteen and having to lift that giant TV up a set of stairs just so you could have it in your room. Oh my God. Anyway, it it all goes downhill from here, doesn't it? My friends, thanks for reminiscing with me. Have a great weekend. Talk soon. (laughs)